Aloha, and welcome back to Mystery, Mystics, and Metaphysics. I'm your host, Psychic Intuitive, Geraldine St. Joseph. Today, we're going to look at our chakra system. What is that? Chakras are mentioned quite often in the metaphysical community. Some people know what they are. A lot of people really don't. And some people have a very basic understanding. So what we're going to talk about today is that basic type of understanding. This has the chakra colors in it, and they range from red all the way to violet or purple. This is called a chakra bracelet, and it has all the different colors of the chakras also. And then I also have a pendulum here that has the chakra colors woven into it. The chakras are a very popular iconology for iconography, for metaphysics. Chakras literally mean wheel. It's an energy wheel, and it is a part of our energetic systems. So we have our physical body, and then we have our energy bodies. Within our energy body, there are, I guess you would might want to call them ports. There are places in our physical body it actually permeates our physical body. So it goes all the way through where we take in energy and we release energy. The way it's represented oftentimes is as if it were a straight line, which is not really true. I'm going to show you guys a picture so you could see that. So as you can see with this picture, it shows you that they're in a straight line if you're looking from the front. Now, if you look at other um, representations of the chakras, the older representations, uh, which are from India and from that lineage, they will show you that the chakras actually each sit on different, different organs. So we have a chakra that sits in the spleen. We have a chakra that sits on your sexual organs. We have a chakra that sits on, um, I don't remember whether it's gallbladder or, or liver and so on and so forth. And just like the third eye is the pituitary gland is the way it is most often talked about. The easiest way to understand the chakras is to pretend that they're in a straight line like this. Because when we talk about alignment of your chakras, what we're talking about is frequency. We're talking about the frequency of the energetic rising up to meet one another. We're not actually talking about a physical line. So it's a little bit different. And not everyone uh, explains it that way. So when we see the chakras, people assume that they're all on the front of the body. Actually, chakras go throughout the body. So you have an entry point and you have an exit point. For instance, your third eye is here and it exits here. So it's not necessarily straight either. You have your throat comes out here and then you have your heart chakra comes out the back behind one of the shoulder blades, the left shoulder blade, I believe. So they're not as physically aligned as we would assume or we would think. Another thing about alignment is that when your chakras are not functioning properly, 
then everything falls out of alignment. It's kind of like when you hurt your back, your spine, if the bottom of your spine is crooked, the rest of your spine compensates for that. Same thing with your root. That's why your root chakra is very, very important. Your root chakra is about survival. It's about needs, like actual physical needs. It is the first chakra of your sexuality. It is about being taken care of, and it sits between your sitting bones. Um, some people say it's um, like a little further down, it's like right at your bottom. So does it really matter where these things are specifically in your body? No, it doesn't. Why doesn't it? Because they're energy and energy is fluid and it's always changing and always moving. When we get so caught up in the physical aspects of things and we neglect the energetic aspect of things, that's when things go off kilter. So I will be teaching a class with um, Terry DeBruin uh, probably in October that deep dives into each different chakra and how to make sure that that system is working properly. Each one has something unique to do, yet they kind of, they layer on one another. So we need to make sure that we have a good basic understanding of all of them before we deep dive into any of them. Now, what are the chakras? Energy systems, where are the chakras? I'll stand up for this one. So when we talk about the root, the root is down here. It's right here. Then we talk about the sacral, which is for a woman, it sits over your womb. For a man, they say it's in the testes. So then it would be a very different position. But for today's, for the sake of, of simplicity, we'll say it's here. And that's usually where they show it uh, when they're doing diagrams of it. So it's just below your belly button, like two fingers lit below your belly button. Then you have your solar plexus, which is right here in your solar plexus. Then you have your heart. Then you have your throat. You have your third eye and you have your crown, which is actually the crown of your head. So the root is your foundation. It's also called the base chakra. It is red. When it is healthy, if someone is scanning you, they will see a nice, bright red, clear, beautiful, energetically speaking. So that, as I said, is about survival. It's also about sexuality, which is why it is tied in to the, to the bottom half of, the, of your person or the bottom portion, I wouldn't even say half. Just above that is called the sacral chakra. That is a beautiful orange, like, you know, maybe even brighter than that really pretty orange color. The sacral chakra is about creation. It's about bringing things to light, bringing things into the world, um, really expressing and um, bringing things manifesting. That's what I'm looking for. It's about manifesting and we utilize this chakra in order to, to manifest. If that is not healthy, then that chakra generally will um, impede our progress when we're trying to create things, when we're trying to build a business, when we're trying to get pregnant, when we're trying to 
build a family, whatever it is that we're trying to create when that chakra is not working properly, that doesn't work properly either. Then we have our solar plexus chakra, my favorite to talk about anyway. The solar plexus is where all your energy bodies meet. So you have your spiritual body, you have your mind, you have your emotions, and all these meet right here. And it ties you into your physical body. My favorite stone to use for that is golden calcite. And this is a beautiful stone. Sorry about that. Um, there we go. I forgot. So I'll explain how you use stones in a moment. But using a calcite, especially on your solar plexus, when you're in meditation or when you're relaxing, you might be getting acupuncture or Reiki or something like that. What calcite does is it aligns your chakras just by placing it on your physical body. That doesn't mean it clears them. It means it aligns them, which means it helps you with your frequencies so that your frequencies work with one another as opposed to fighting one another, okay? When you press calcite, there's an electrical charge that is released. And that's one of the reasons why we believe that it's good for so many things having to do with the energetic, okay? Then we have the heart chakra. And the heart chakra, a lot of things showed is just green. It's not just green. It looks like the yin yang single symbol where it is part green and part pink. And it spins like that. It has, a, just like in the yin and yang, which I should have pulled up a picture of that, but I did not. Uh, there's a piece of one in the other. So meaning that they have to be balanced and there's, you need both sides for things to be able to work. So what is the green and the pink? Masculine, feminine, maybe, but what I was taught the green and the pink are is that green is all about self-esteem and self-love and being loving towards oneself, self-care. Pink is about loving others, but it's also about allowing that love to come back to you. So it's going in and out. And in order to really be able to experience love and what love is in its fullness, we need to understand and be aware of how to love ourselves and how to really embrace that and embrace who we are as people in our fullness. Otherwise, no matter what people tell you, how many people compliment you, how many awards you win, how much money you make, it doesn't make any difference you still don't feel any better you still don't feel worthy so that worthiness comes from inside that's a part of our divine selves our spirits then we have oh that's pink and green right and then we have the throat and the throat is a beautiful royal blue so in this bracelet they they made it a um a turquoise, but it's more of a royal blue, more like that kind of a sky blue, maybe a little bit deeper. It's a very rich blue. And what the throat is, is doing is it's how we express ourselves in the world. So it's not just speech. It could be our singing voices. It could be our writing. It could be our work. It could be dance. 
It could be painting. It can be however it is that we express ourselves in the world. And as many different people as there are, there could be that many different ways to express who you are in your fullness. So realizing that this is a very, very important chakra because when this isn't working properly, we have things like getting laryngitis, sore throats. Um, there's also, um, again, it, it's connected to the sacral where we're not able to create and do and be who we need to be because they're out of whack. They need to be in conjunction with one another. Then we have our third eye and the third eye is a brilliant indigo. And that almost always is signified with um, lapis lazuli, one of my favorite stones. I'm sure this doesn't have lapis. It might have iolite or something like that to show that color. And let's see, what do they use in here? Uh, they cheaped out on us on this one. They did two different shades of um, amethyst. That's okay, we'll forgive them. But this is lapis lazuli. And what does lapis lazuli do? Lapis lazuli is highly protective and it also opens up our third eye to help us see the world in a different way, to give us a separate type of vision. There's our spiritual vision. It opens up your intuition. It allows you to um, see the energy in things and the energy around things, where the energy might be flowing and things like that. So the third eye is very important if you are looking to really enhance your intuition or if you're looking to do something like coaching or if you're a psychologist, if you're looking to be a reader, anything like that, you would need your third eye functional so you could see behind whatever face the person is putting on so you could see where they really are. Then you have the crown and the crown chakra is violet. It is actually three colors. So it's called the thousand petal lotus. So it just goes like a crown going in every direction. It's very bright and it starts off with the purpley blue that is violet. It moves into white and then it goes to gold. So when your crown is open, you can receive messages from source. You could receive messages from the Akashic records. You can receive messages and you're like a, a radio picking up different things. So that's where the crown is. If the crown is too wide open and there's too much going on around you, it can cause headaches, as can the third eye. Um, and there are different ways to figure out if your different chakras are not doing what they're supposed to. We are not going to go through all that right now because that is a full class because there's a lot there. But what I would like to do for you guys right now is we're going to I have these awesome chakra cards and I don't know how well you can see that because on my screen it washes everything out and they come in these kits that are pretty awesome and Terry and I have them to sell if you would like to purchase one <laughs> all right let's see what is the chakra we need to look at today oh so it's the throat 
And you see how these cards, they give you a whole explanation, uh, several different things. And what it is is several different layers to look at. So this one is the throat chakra connection to spirit. I develop a quiet mind that allows me to tune in and get in touch with my higher self or my spirit. I listen for the guidance that is there waiting for me to hear. I am open to the truth and I welcome spiritual inspiration from others. I will benefit greatly by practicing meditation and stillness. I ask for inner guidance to assist me in getting more in touch with my spirit. I know that I'll ask, I know that if I ask for guidance, it will be given. So why are they talking about guidance with the throat when guidance and most of that comes from the third eye? Well, it's because these are connected. I don't know if you've heard the saying, it's not enough to speak your truth. You must walk your truth. So walking your talk and that type of thing. And it's about knowing what the truth is, having that inspiration and then allowing spirit to help guide your emotions and guiding you to express in the world. So that's where they get those two together. I have another picture to show you that's kind of cool. And when I see, when I look at people's energetic systems, this is more what it looks like. It looks more like they have the energy all around them. They're not just spheres or wheels, generally that you see when you're looking at somebody's aura, when you're, when you're looking at their energy. The energy is more, it, it flows into one another and it's more pronounced. What we're talking about today is the core chakra system. We're not discussing necessarily the extended chakra system because there are more chakras here in your physical body than are listed here. These are just your core. And then there's more outside your physical body. So like we have chakras above our crown that help connect us to source and help the energy to flow down to us. And we have others below our root, which again, help us with our connection to earth and help, help us to be grounded. Let's see, so here's another one. And this shows the root coming down the legs and connecting with the earth. And this also shows how your aura is in layers also. And the different layers of your aura are the different, um, some people believe that they accompany the chakras. So like the one closest to us would be more red and orange, and then it goes out in that way. So our physical body and when people are talking about being more physical, usually you see a red aura. If someone is sick, oftentimes you will see a red aura. They say with children that you see the red because they're, they're just a bundle of energy. They're like brand new energy. So it hasn't refined yet into the other colors. So I think that's all I have to show you so far as pictures of, of the auras themselves. Okay. So, when we talk about aligning our chakras, it is easier to think about them as being like a straight line um, where they sit. 
Okay. Uh, where they sit in the body is um, they have an entry point and an exit point, but they're more in the center of the body, like more like where your spine is, like above in front of your spine, as opposed to being like on top of our bodies. But it's easiest to illustrate with them on top of our bodies. So we have been talking about um, seeing your aura and how you might perceive this. There are a lot of different ways to get an idea of what's going on with your chakras. And one of the ways that I enjoy the most, well, you could do the chakra cards, of course, <laughs> or if you're not trained to see the aura and all that yet, then you use physical things that will help you connect with your different chakras. So one of the things that I like to use are gemstones. And the best way to do it is you select different gemstones to be different parts of the chakra system. So you have your crown. I haven't used these in a long time, so I will show them in a moment. You have your crown, your third eye, your throat. Your heart. Oh, I know what I was doing here. Your solar plexus, your sacral, and your root. And then I have two extra ones. So I'm going to take this down so you can see what I'm doing here. So we have the crown. This is a, an amethyst. It's a chevron amethyst, which means it's very dark. It has slightly different properties. This is a piece of, I was going to say sodalite. It's not sodalite. It's um, lapis lazul. This is blue calcite. This is a piece of malachite. This is citrine. This is carnelian, one of my favorites. And this is red jasper. I think red jasper. So now I'm going to take you off of my mess there. I'm going to try to have this go down. There we go. Perfect. So what we do is we label these as our chakra system. And then you take your pendulum and it doesn't have to have the chakras on it. It could be any type of pendulum. I actually sometimes will just pull off my necklace and use my necklace. So the first thing you wanna do is make sure that your, your pendulum wants to work with you. And you say, you call to your primary guardian or guide Mine is Gabe. You may not know their names, but you can ask me. I have my primary my primary guide with me today. You see, like it's like raring to go. Okay, calm down. Um, Gabe, will you help me with this today? All right. So the way I do the the pendulum when it goes back and forth like that, that's a yes. Stop the pendulum, please. Show me a no. Thank you very much. 
And I find this easiest because it's like, yes, no. I had somebody try to teach me to do like clockwise and counterclockwise. I have dyslexia. I have no time for that. I will never know what's going on. So I don't do it that way. Now with your chakra system, there are two things you should know that I seldom ever hear. The first thing is that not all your chakras rotate the same way. A lot of people think they all go clockwise or they all go counterclockwise. Actually, some of them go one way, others go another way. And then the second thing you should know is not everybody's system is the same. So not everybody's chakra system looks the same and that's something that I, I teach, but it's always best to start with the core. And knowing that it doesn't look the same, I never assume that your chakras rotate the same way mine do, because they may not. Okay, so let's look at this. So let's, let's pick one. Which one shall we do? Well, we might as well do the root since I've been talking about the root mostly. So this is, represents my root chakra. These represent all of my chakras. Okay, Gabe, do me a favor. Can you show me what does my root look like when it's healthy? What, is a health, what does my healthy root chakra look like? Okay, everybody see that? Okay, stop the pendulum, please. Thank you. Always say thank you when you're talking to your guardians and guides and always say thank you to other people. Be polite. Okay my root right now. Okay. And that looks like it's pretty healthy. Pretty good. Stop the pendulum, please. And then you go through each of them the same way. Well, what happens if your chakra doesn't look right? So if your chakra doesn't look right, then what you do is you use the pendulum to stir up the energy there. Um, okay. Gabe, do I have any chakras that are out of whack right now? Yes. Stop the pendulum, please. Is it my sacral? Okay. Stop the pendulum, please. Is it my solar plexus? Okay, thank you very much. So what would a healthy solar plexus look like for me? Okay, and I believe that is going the opposite way that the root was. Thank you very much. Stop the pendulum, please. This is my solar plexus chakra. Show me what my solar plexus looks like right now. Oh, it is reversed. Well, what does that mean? That means my energy is going in the wrong direction, which means, stop the pendulum, please. Thank you. Which means I am probably not open to receiving the way I need to receive, that I'm giving out more energy than I'm taking in, and that I'm putting other people's needs before mine too often. Okay. So now, if I remember correctly, it was this way, right? 
Okay, show me what it looks like healthy again. All right, thank you. All right, so this is mine right now. And what we're going to do is we're going to clear it and then we're going to reset it. So the one way to do that is with the pendulum and you, you put it in the direction it needs to go and you say clear, clear, clear. Empower, empower, empower. Open, open, open. Clear, clear, clear. Open, open, open. Empower, empower, empower. Okay, stop the pendulum, please. Thank you. All right, will you show me what my chakra looks like now? Okay, so that seems a little bit better. Not exactly where it needs to be, but probably needs a little more work. Thank you very much, Spirit. Okay, another way to cleanse and clear your chakras also, of course, is to do it energetically and to do a, um, a chakra clearing exercise. There are, I have audios online as well as videos of that. So we're not gonna do that right now in this video, but you can look for another one of my videos on YouTube with that. Another thing you can do is as you're laying down and meditating and relaxing, you could use your gemstones and actually place them on your body wherever it is that you want um, the energy to come through. And you can have either all seven of them or you may not, I'm um, sorry, I use my hands way too much. See that? I gotta reset it all the time. So like this is like this, except it is a different color. The um, calcite comes in all the chakra colors and it actually goes from black, you get black, there's white calcite, there's optical calcite, which is clear, there's uh, blue, there's actually two shades of blue, there's orange and red and yellow and gold and honey. This is honey calcite. I love my calcite. This is honey calcite um, and purple. So looking at calcite, you can find whatever colors you need. And then if you only have one piece of calcite, that's fine. You can place it anywhere on the body and it'll help charge up all your chakras, okay? All righty then. So I hope that answered some of your questions about what chakras are and what they do. Basically what they are is they are energy ports. What they do is they help bring in energy and they help to release it. And when they get clogged, then we're stuck in whatever that is, uh, whatever energetic it gets stuck in that means we're having a problem in that area of our life or that area of our well-being so it's something that we can look into and take care of as we move forward if you have any other questions or if you would like to work with me further you can contact me via my website gerilynstjoseph.com and i hope to hear from you soon blessings